0: S-E-O is A-E-O, welcome to the show, Michael Motherwell. Good afternoon, Jason. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I actually couldn't remember your name for a moment there, and then I was thinking Scottish Football Club Motherwell. Were <laughs> yep, away. yep. And second, you were last, saying...
1: second last five or six years in a row. Only one team gets relegated.
0: Yeah. And what to be? So they're losing?
1: I think they've come seventh or eighth the last few years, so they're getting better.
0: But you're, you're actually a fan?
1: Well, I was until I found out how ugly their jerseys were. Oh, right. Okay. I wanted to buy one, but then I realized I would look so bad in them that I had to stop being a fan.
0: Yeah, but fashion isn't any more your thing than it is mine. No, That's it is I not my to. thing. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. We're, we're, we're sitting at SMS Sydney. Uh, it's been lovely. You're one of the co-organizers. Yep. Which I didn't know. You, I mean, you're partners with Barry. Yep, yep. Um, And you think it's been a success?
1: Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. I think the Australian one's always a bit different because everyone relaxes a little too much. Yeah. Sometimes they say things they wouldn't normally say at another conference because they're a bit much more calm and relaxed. I think Australians lull people into a false
0: sense of security. Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I've I've found that I've been pretty relaxed the last few days. And then there's a few drinks that that help that along. It always lubricates everything. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And today we're going to be talking about automating your SEO. Yep. Um, And yeah I, I I don't really know what you done you were talking to me earlier about uh, MySQL tables uh, being able to segment them down that's really useful. I'm going to go and do that so publicly thank you for that Pleasure. and your hint about what was it called partitioning a MySQL yep. table yep which just sounds logical to me now that you said it. i mean, why didn't I think of it before?
1: Well you don't know what you don't know, that's the problem, as Donald Rumsfeld famously said. Oh right, it is a quote I was yeah. gonna say. All <laughs> oh, right. Not just you personally, just generally speaking.
0: <laughs> okay, so you were saying you did it you did it for local business. You you yes. Yeah, you so you like, have a client with a thousand shops.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we um, we got we got lots of different I've done lots of things in the past. So I got an IT mm-hmm. degree just before the dot-com crash, and mm. then I couldn't get a job for a year because there was just no jobs. Really? I went for one year. There was 8,000 applicants, and they said, you're all equally qualified. You all graduated. And oh, was that? That's 800, sorry. I always exaggerate that one for effect. And they all were – they said, how are we going to choose one? You're all the same. Like, we might choose the one who's closest, and you're about half a kilometre further away, so yeah. you probably won't get it. So then I thought, I've got to do something else with my life. So I got into SEO, so I've come at it from a very technical background than yeah. what most people come at it, but also from a – how can you find the angles where you don't have to do any work? Yeah. So my very first job, they employed me to do ranking reports, and I worked out you could automate it overnight. Mm. And I went the next morning and gave him three of the reports, and he goes, you're doing them too fast, slow down. But mm. well, I'd done all that month's reports, so I thought, well, I've got a month to learn now. Yeah. So I spent most of my time finding ways to not cut corners, but do the same
0: thing better and faster. Okay, that's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of like laziness pays.
1: Yeah, yeah. As oh, I just Garfield made said, up. That's not a quote. No, I mean, it should be. Garfield <laughs> says that. It is now. It is now. Garfield said um, a lazy person didn't invent the... It, it was not a lazy person who invented the car. They invented the... That's, that's right. It wasn't a person who loves working that invented the car. They invented a treadmill where you work without doing anything. And I thought, that's probably about right, you
0: know. <laughs> Garfield, source of immense...
1: Great philosopher.
0: Great stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you, you invented a machine that updates Google My Business or you invented a machine that scrapes sites to update it?
1: That. So, um, there's kind of a, like, if you know, if this, then, if this, then that. So services that sort of take one thing and then apply rules to it and do something else. So the problem you end up having with when you're trying to update Google My Business is you have, there's no source of truth, so someone going to physically go and update it. How are you going to manage that? Originally, we started it for posts, but then they blocked the API for that. Mm. But basically, we can take the data from their client's website, we just scrape their website. Ideally, they got like um, JSON LD with the schema. We pull in all the opening hours, all the details, and we update Google from there. Mm. So basically, the, um, it takes away the hassle of having to work out how to get the data from your site into Google and keep it up to date. So you're just
0: scraping the website and then injecting it into the API of Google.
1: Yep. And so, but the, the trick there is while that you, you sleep. Can- while I sleep, yeah. But most of it you can't. You have to write one for each client. So the po- problem you have is that, that there'll be a way every client, every site that has a store locator has that information but in their own unique format. Mm. So we take that format, work out how to, to manipulate it and pull it into the to into the into a format that we can then give to google mm. but so that we write that bit we also write it so that it checks if it ever breaks because what later that happening is someone writes a store locator and they decide we need to add in this field and they go and completely rewrite it and it breaks mm. so when that breaks we go and fix it again. and they so don't they, bother telling you and they, they, they don't even know mo- half the time that's part of the problem so then we go and fix that for them and keep updating things
0: okay i mean that that sounds me it's it, sorry just that you're doing Google's work in inverted commas and the the whole thing about schema and that they won't need it in five years but we're doing their work for them now and part of our role in this world is to do Google's work for them or help Google do their work Uh, and we get paid by our clients to implement things that are helping Google which is a bit weird. But the
1: good thing here is you're not, not, well, good, um, I'm using that term loosely, you're not just helping Google, you're helping Apple and being in Amazon so you're kind of evening the field a bit Which is and also longer term like it is very important to, have, to know where your stores are. I think a lot of businesses, they don't know. If you start with one set of data and you change, and you change some of it some of the time, in five years, who knows where all your data is and you've moved shops slightly and you've changed this around and your facilities are different. Yeah. We're Keeping that up to date on every, every different platform is really quite hard and you shouldn't need to. It's just, these are just facts. Yeah. This is not like SEO where you've got to go and this sort of location-based stuff is just facts and getting those facts to the right people in the right way shouldn't really be that hard to do. Yeah, I
0: mean, you'd probably be really interested in a guy called uh, Andrea Volpini who's obsessed by uh, knowledge graphs within organizations that you build your own knowledge graph within your organization in order to then control that data.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, And that
0: sounds really nice. I mean, you're scraping the website, stuck in a database, I would imagine, and then pushing it onto Google, which means you're basically doing that.
1: Yeah, and then, and also everyone else, that's the thing, the key is like, but but it's a weird, because a weird time when facts are a marketing tool in a way like it's mm. you know it's almost like we thought of advertising as lying but it's almost the opposite in these some of these things where you're just collating the facts about it about a business and then making it work yeah sure everyone knows what it is you know that's a big part of seo now weirdly you know back in the day yeah. you were keyword stuffing and spamming now you're saying hey this is what we are we do this
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's coming back to being incredibly honest and incredibly clear. And I mean, my talk this morning was about proving that you're credible. Sorry.
1: And no and wonder so many SEOs think SEO is dead if you've got to be honest and clear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant. So, well, I mean, maybe SEO is dead and we're now, we're now marketers. I mean, I was saying yesterday, you know, I was an SEO. Yep. Last year, I became in my mind a digital marketer. Now I'm just a marketer, I think.
1: I think. I think we're lots of different things. I think the problem is it's all merging somewhat. Like. Yeah. I was saying before, like, there was nothing like email before email. There was nothing that was both a
0: combination like of business. I like that quite and, as well. There was nothing like email before email. <laughs> yeah.
1: But there's nothing that merged personal and personal and business. You didn't have this one common source where you didn't get your business email to your home address and then go and check your letterbox every three hours. So now if we want to check our personal email, we also get business email. We've merged these things together. All oh, right. yeah. So like t- marketing's merged with fact collecting, has merged with operations. They've all sort of merged into this sort of murky territory and Try, trying to work out what the new silos need to be for for a big organisation in particular is really hard.
0: Yeah. No, I really like that point of view. So I'm I'm sitting here looking kind of impressed. Oh, that's good. I love that. No, I love that point of view. Did you have it before? or Did you just make it up? No. Well,
1: everything I've got, I've made up to some degree. Even <laughs> <laughs> my religion, which I start. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I just think there's lots of things like that. Where we the world's changed. It used to be, you had a home life and a work life and you had different silos yeah. in your own personal life. Now you kind of don't as well. So. That's b- lots of things are blurring.
0: Yeah. Well, you see, I never have because I've always worked in what I love, uh, being a musician or a blue dog or, or SEO. So I never had it. So I didn't see the change.
1: Yeah, well, so I've always had distinct hobbies, and they've always been separate. And I've always had lots of groups of friends who are very different from each yeah. other. So I've noticed this thing where it's and all it merging is kind together. Of merging. Yeah. Oh, okay. And distinct friend groups sort of merge into one. And
0: I think it's, it's in Germany. Yep. Companies have to force you, or they force you to turn your email off. Uh, when you get home at seven o'clock or something. Oh, I, I
1: get that, but
0: then... they're, and they're saying because you have to have that separation. if if we want you to be productive, The next day, we need you to stop thinking about work at seven o'clock in the evening. I've heard, I I don't know if it's law, if it's companies implementing that. But then even
1: that's hard because a lot of people forward their email to their personal address just in case. Like there's all sorts of things that people do. Like where is the line between work and business? Where is the line between lots of different things? Now that we used to kind of know clearly, we don't really know anymore. Mm. And and it's having, I think it has consequences in lots of things like for an organisation. Like there's, you know, roles and responsibilities. When there's a new thing comes along, it's no one's role or responsibility. Mm. And that's where some of these things are falling like whose responsibility is it to build a knowledge graph internally it's kind of no one we didn't think it we didn't it wasn't a thing 10 no, years ago yeah. so who do we give that responsibility you give it to, to
0: Andrea volpini
1: yeah <laughs> you get him in he looks after it <laughs> for you yeah yeah.
0: because he started in the italian parliament in 2000 and he was thinking about the semantics and he got out
1: alive he must be good <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he was he was yeah he was doing the the the, the knowledge the, the a knowledge graph a mini knowledge graph of the european of the european of the italian parliament with all oh, the people yeah, in yeah. And, and he was saying that he, that's where he's coming from uh, and he's now an SEO and he was saying I didn't like SEO before now I love it. Yeah, because, because it's knowledge based.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Rather than well, manipulation based or just yeah.
0: yeah well, I mean it, it's not I mean get used to I, I said it, keyword keyword counting and link counting yeah, is what yeah, it yeah. came yeah. down to. Yeah. And he's saying now it's I mean it's knowledge based. It's it's and and all, all the SEO or marketing, digital marketing is about knowledge. And as you rightly said, not only ging ging, not only Google, but Bing, I was mixing them <laughs> up. That, that's, that's called ging. the, <laughs> hang on, uh, ooh. There's a name for that.
1: Yeah, there is. Uh,
0: Uh, Reverend Parsnip? No, Reverend...
1: (laughs) Was he in (laughs) Cluedo?
0: No, uh, Spoonerism. Spoonerism, yeah. And it's named after uh, the Reverend Spooner, who apparently did that all the time. Uh, That's
1: a Ron Atkinson type figure, is he? Like the the bad priest who kept messing things up all the time.
0: But he was a real person. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually this is what comes of having a, a dad who's in English literature. He teaches you things like that. <laughs>
1: Random facts,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, back back to the subject. Um, all, all of I mean, knowledge graphs become incredibly important. Yep. And I mean, you're you're talking about automating. We'll come back to that. Sticking all this stuff in a database, you're creating yourself a knowledge graph of sorts. Whatever you're stuck with. Exactly.
1: Sort of yeah, database. I think there's a there's a lack of that in a lot of organisations. Like. You know, people rely on Google Analytics for whatever it is for years, but they don't back any of that data up. No one thinks about doing it. And there's, and there's a lot of stuff that you would like to be yeah. able to see in the past. Like, you know, this is what the homepage look like. I mean, archive. the Web Archive does that a bit, but they're mm-hmm. not doing it for you. They're doing it for posterity mm. and it's almost worth having like a copy of that not if not obviously it changes regularly it wouldn't make sense like cnn but mm. if you're like a site that changes their home page three or four times a year it'd be good to have a backup of some of
0: that yeah, stuff yeah you create yourself a little database you stick it in you put the date yeah, you changed just, just it use and git or
1: something just you know get get committed and see all the actually the list of all the changes yeah. it'd be really useful to roll it back and go oh we've made some real improvements here or you know this actually was a really bad change that really hurt a lot of things
0: yeah i mean they're, they're archiving your own Website, but also you were talking about archiving the uh, search console data.
1: Yeah, search console data, insights from um, Google My Business, anything they that they'll give you that times out, you should really kind of look after it yourself. Mm-hmm. I even thought about some some clients in the past. We used to do it for their their Moz data or any other third party providers to stick it in a database for the future if you ever need it. Because mm. the thing
0: is, with data, you don't
1: know when you're going to need it, but if you haven't got it, you can't use it. Yeah.
0: You're full of these quotes, oh, i mate. Mean, lots of them. You do I'm what you know. Them. You know what you know. You do what you do, <laughs> yeah. and you can't use it if you don't have it or something like that. Exactly. To yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and, and and you're saying, I mean, data used to be a problem and it used to be a cost or, or, or a big cost, and now it's actually really cheap. Oh yeah, like the storage cost of data is I like some the quote of the other day was like a few cents,
1: and it depends because some things it's actually a, a whole raft of people who need to keep records for seven years, like medical things, mm-hmm. and with glacier and things in Amazon, you can just store it and if. Most stuff you're probably not going to use, but if it ever became a case where you need to go back five years and look at yeah. something, storing it away wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, I don't think.
0: No. And um, then um, you've got the different tiers of Is it? I'm not going to need that so I can stick it in the...
1: Yeah, for for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know I think we if you ever need that, you ever need to go back and look at that data, it'd be useful to have. But I mean, a lot of data won't ever be useful, but then why take the risk this one isn't going to be in a lot of ways when it's so mm. cheap to do?
0: Yeah. So I mean, archive your site, archive your data, keep it all and, and keep track of... I, I like the idea of archiving your site. Um, yeah, and I, at least I, a few key pages, you know, that at least one example of each page, so the home page,
1: a category page, a product page for an e-commerce site. Mm. But a privacy policy would be another good one to do as well, because that may be a legal thing that one day you need, just knowing what the difference was between two versions. Yeah, be really with somebody,
0: somebody, I mean, with, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, I mean, uh, GDPR, GDPR in, yeah. in Europe. Yep. I mean, People are getting it, apparently, into a lot of trouble. Uh, for not respecting that and uh, actually having your, that your whole thing saved yeah, and saying it wasn't like that, the person is not telling the truth.
1: Yeah, I read a few of those rules. Some of them are quite complicated, like the, the whole thing about, you know, you have to delete it from backups as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll let these people walk yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, I was before. waiting. With
1: that.
0: Okay, last question is, I mean, I've been looking at BigQuery and NoSQL and all that stuff and I kind of feel guilty that I haven't been using it and kind of people are saying, you've got to go with the future. And you just told me that, you can stick with MySQL, mate, because you know it.
1: Yeah, and also, it, it, at the time your data gets that big, you're going to need a better solution anyway. So, yeah. And if you know how to use it, you're better off using it. As long as you've got enough time to run the data, if it just takes twice as three times as long, well, you've probably got three times as long anyway.
0: Yeah, and you stick a con job on it, does it during the night while I'm sleeping. While you're
1: sleeping. It, it takes more than eight hours. You've got a lot of data. That's a lot yeah. of data.
0: No, you've made me feel much, much better about the fact that I'm not upgrading to all this mate, stuff. That's
1: what I'm here for, to make you feel
0: better. Thanks a lot, man. S-E-O is A-E-O. Thank you, Michael. Bonjour.